Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Secret Life of Des. And as always, I'm very excited to be here with you guys. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to just say that I am really appreciating all the genuine love and all the genuine feedback that I've been getting. In the first episode, I even asked for people to submit questions. And I got two questions. That's two more than I thought that I would get. So I am very appreciative of that and tonight I'm going to answer a few of those questions um but let's just jump right into it um I was kind of stuck like I started off like I said in the first episode I started off just by doing not really have like having a plan of course and having an idea of where I wanted to go but instead of being like still in that thought I just kind of just went for it and this is the secret life of death and that's what you guys see um so when I came to record my second episode I got kind of a little stuck and I'm like oh my goodness it's only my second episode and I don't know what to say and I became very discouraged and I was just like wow destiny you see you know, I was just speaking negativity over myself and over my creativity before I can even really get started. That hindered me a little bit, you know, um, just in the creative process. And I I know I have so much to offer. And me being my own worst critic, I kind of talked myself out of continuing before I even got started. But with that all that going on in my mind I had to overcome and say I am powerful I am capable and speak affirmations and I was like I affirm that I'm creative I am firm that my podcast will continue and I will make a second episode so here we are and I'm excited so let's jump right into it so some of the well one of the questions that I got And I really, really like the power of being destiny, the power in walking in my own truth. And that's what I did. So I guess what took me so long is that I was very fearful of not being received. And then I also had to go back and think, it is okay if you're not received. Like the people this message is supposed to reach, it will reach those people. And if it doesn't reach anybody, it is going to reach you. Like I said in the first episode, even if I reach one person or even if I'm just talking to myself, this is a way for me to do what I want to do. And that is to inspire and to motivate people with my own testimony and with my own transparency there's power in being transparent there's power in walking in your truth and that's what I kind of want to do with this podcast and then also I had to think about and since we're on fear I'm going to keep going with it is faith and fear cannot dwell in the same vessel and that's something that I had to tell myself right is If I have all this faith in the universe and I'm putting all these good intentions, why wouldn't that come back to me? Why would I let fear? If I'm I'm putting out all these good intentions, I'm doing all these great things, but I'm still in my mind, I'm casting a a spirit of fear, right? And I don't live my day-to-day life fearful, but in certain things when it comes to me, I am fearful of that. So I had to let go of fear in all aspects of my life. I love hearing your first podcast along with your intro. It really sounds like you have the potential to go far. 
So thank you. And I guess the question in that is what took you so long? And I think in all honesty, what took me so long to create a podcast or to start uh, to build my own platform is I was fearful. Like I was feeling full of fear and self-doubt. And that fear was stemming from a place of me talking negatively to myself. Um I would say people it's so many people doing this there's so many podcasts out there um no one's gonna listen to you not gonna have no viewers and all this stuff talking down to myself and casting a shadow of doubt over over me and what I could be and all the things that I had seen for myself I was talking negatively into that vision and then also self-doubt like what makes you so special and like I said in the first episode I was listening to that Beyonce song and she was like my fears can't go where I'm headed level up and I just really had to ponder on that like if I want to get anywhere, if I want to see a change in my life, I have to create that change. And I guess my podcast is a way of me creating that change. And I just had to get real with myself and be like, yo, what are you scared of? What are you fearing? And also thinking of what, and also I had to ask myself, what makes me so different is me. The way that I think, the power that I have to articulate my words and the power I have to not only inspire but to motivate people that's what makes me different yes everyone has a podcast there's a million podcasts and there's some of my favorite podcasts out there that I listen to in the morning but what I want to translate is something different than everyone else has going on and it may be similarities but what makes me me is me and I had to tap into that or even in my job um an example of that is I'm the only black girl well I'm not the only black girl I'm the one of the youngest black girls in my position not even in my position in my department um there's black women all across the department but I'm one of the youngest and I think it's maybe four or five um and there's a few you know I work for a big company and there are a few white people who will not look at me. Y'all, we're in 2019. I live in the Bay Area. And there are white women who will not look at me in my eye when I'm talking. Not just white women. I did a presentation today. And um, I'm sitting right next to this Asian guy. And the person I'm presenting with is... A woman who is, she's an Indian woman, but she can, you know, she's an Indian woman. She's still a woman of color, but she's pale skinned, can pass for white. And it comes to the questioning section of our presentation. Like, we know, we did the presentation, we wrapped up, we said our thank yous, and now we're open the floor from questions. And he's asking questions, and I'm sitting right next to him. Um, and he wouldn't look at me. His eyes stayed focused on her and you know at first I you know if someone's speaking to me I was always taught you look them in their eye you address them and you articulate um but he would not look me in my face and it was the weirdest thing and in that moment I had to affirm right that I am where I am 
because of not only of who I am, but whose I am. And I couldn't let that guy's, maybe, maybe he didn't notice he was doing it. Maybe, you know, or maybe it could have been his own thing. But as a black woman, that was just an example of some of the things that happened in my workplace and how when I first got there, I would have let that shut me down and I wouldn't want to continue to present. I wouldn't want to sign up for projects and, you know, lead and stuff like that. But noticing people who are not of color, who will not acknowledge me, it makes me want to be even stronger, right? It makes me want to continue to do great. And you know what? He didn't look at me <laughs> um, when he asked that, asked that question, but I had the answer. And when I, when I gave him the answer and he just said, oh, okay, thank you. And I think it took him aback that I knew the answer because he wasn't expecting me to answer the question. He was expecting my partner to answer the question. And honestly, my partner did not know the answer. And that took him aback because he was expecting me to fall short. And also, shoot, I made the presentation. I'm carrying this group if we want to be real, (laughs) you know. Um, But stuff like that kind of makes me... It used to make me more fearful of stepping up because I'm like, oh, they don't receive me well. And now it makes me more stronger. It makes me empowered. It makes me feel even better. Like I am blooming where I'm planted. I am blooming in a place where people think I should not. Where I should, I'm blooming in a place where people think I should welt, you know, and I should clamor for their attention, their their need for acceptance but I think one thing I've learned as I begin to grow is I honestly do not need to be accepted right and that's not that's different from being like oh well that is me being confident of who I am and like I said before blooming where I'm planted um, but all in all, I had to present in front of this person. And it just kind of made me think of blooming where you are planted. No matter what is thrown at you, it is always important to do your best in the position you are offered instead of complaining about it. Um, and that was kind of my little story of me blooming where I was planted. And within blooming with you are planted, I also want to talk about like seasons like know what season you're in right because right now I'm blooming I'm growing I feel like I am in a season of growth and abundance where the opportunities are limitless and I know before this season of growth I was in a season of where I needed to sit still and soak up and listen to as much as I could in order to be in this season of growth and to put all these tools that I have acquired during my season of stillness to propel me into my season of growth. So I think it's also important to know what season you're in, right? The universe works in its own timing. And there are moments and times where you're supposed to grow, where you're supposed, where you're supposed to be still. And where you're supposed to have a season of action, where you're doing, you're creating, 
right? So I think it's important to know what season you're in. And once you realize what season you're in, you're, what season you are in, accept that season and bloom in that season. Because I feel like we are sent periods of time to grow us, right? I said, um, I was talking to my friend earlier and I was talking about my 24th year and how I feel like my 24th year was a roller coaster, because I was fighting the fact that I'm about to be 25. And I was so scared. Fear again, right? The power of fear and how powerful it is. But I was fighting being 25. I was so fearful of turning 25 because in my mind, I had nothing together. I am not in the career field that I want to be in. I know what I want to do with my life. And I wasn't taking steps towards that. And I was just fighting. I was the whole time like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do, I got, I got to, I got to make sure this aspect of my life is right before I can make this step. And it wasn't until maybe two weeks ago, no, I'm kidding. Maybe a couple months ago that I realized, Destiny, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You are doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing every moment live for the moment I was too busy living in the future right and it gave me anxiety I was so fearful of turning 25 y'all it was ridiculous and one of my cousins asked me like oh how old are you about to be I said I'm about to be 25 you know well I'm 24 I'm about to be 25 in September she was like and I was like she's like oh okay that's big 25 you know talking it up and I'm like Girl, I'm I'm dreading it. Like, I'm tired. What? I don't want to be 25. And she's like, wow. I was like, I feel like I don't have anything together. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And she said, girl, I'm damn near 40. Ain't nothing in my life where it's supposed to be. But I'm taking steps to get it to where I want it to be. And she was telling me, you know, just put one foot in front of the other and be graceful in your season. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to I need to be grateful for what I have. And I from that moment, I just kind of start every day waking up and doing these affirmations. And I started off with five things that I was thankful for, five basic things like. I'm thankful to have a bed. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for love. I'm thankful for, like, I'm thankful for the water that I, like, you know, just little things like that. And that made me feel better. It made me thankful, grateful. And I felt like in that moment, in those moments, I was moving I was lifting my vibrations, right? Or I was lifting my frequencies. I was lifting my frequencies. And it was little changes, but as you move closer, as you move higher, you move closer to the you move closer to being one with the universe, right? And I felt like in my 24th year, I was getting further and further and further away from my purpose or of my passions because I was so fearful, right? And I feel like fear is one of the most powerful emotions because it's all in your mind, right? Your mind is powerful. How I said um, in another ep- in the first episode is 
you can literally think up your life. You can literally think up a situation. And I was casting a spirit of fear over my life, over over my destiny, you know? And for that reason, fear is one of the most powerful emotions, I feel like, because what you think, what you become. So in my mind, I was fearful of this year, so I became a fearful person in my work life. I was fearful to step up for opportunities. I was fearful in my love life. I was, you know, I was fearful with my relationships. I was scared to speak up. Because, oh, what is this person going to say? Or what is this person going to feel? Right? So I think it's also powerful to acknowledge that we all have fear. But it's also powerful to break that. To break out of that fear. And to bloom where you are planted. Bloom in your season. And control your thoughts when it comes to fear. I feel like with fear, there needs to be some kind of control because even now to this day I get fearful thoughts like today in this presentation when I was telling you about how the girl was a little nasty to me and when I walked in there I was surprised that she was there and I'm like oh you know I felt it I'm like oh she's here but I'm like she's here let me show her what I'm capable of let me show her why I'm in this position you know let me show her how powerful I am. And in the back of my mind, I had to also think, and there's a reason why she did that. And to me, my mom would always, when I told my mom the situation, she just said, honey, look at you. Look how powerful you are. Look how powerful your energy is when you walk into a room. No matter how fearful or how doubtful you are, you are powerful. You can light up a room. Or you can even, you can suck some energy out the room too. Let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. But I think it just shows me how powerful and how capable I am. And to be intentional about where I place my energy. And placing my energy in fear isn't what I want to do any longer. And I'm just taking steps to be more self-aware and more self-reflective of my thoughts because I am a Virgo I am an overthinker I always used to tell my friends they would say something and I was like girl like I'm a thinker I done thought it out situation is handled like I don't huh, I don't plan plan a b c through z like it's done I done thought it out and with that comes the lack of the control of my negative thoughts. They can run wild. And when you are coming from a place of fear, you don't want to put that on anybody else. Because then I also found myself saying, no, you shouldn't do that. You should wait. Heck no. You got an idea? Put one foot in front of the other. And take steps towards that. They can be baby steps. They can be leaps. Whatever they are, whatever you feel, go for it. Because in the long run, you're not going to resent anybody but yourself for not taking those steps to create the life that you want. 
we have the power to create our own narrative, create the power, create, create the life. We have the power to create the life we want. And that is the most important thing I think that we have to realize is that what we think will be, is what we become. <laughs> that's just it, baby girl, that's it. Right. And we also always hear about I remember when I first started this self-awareness journey, this self-reflection journey when I was in college. The first law that I ever learned of was the law of attraction. And me being me, I'm a bio major. I was a bio major in college um, and I had friends who were business majors and, uh, you know, pre-law, all this stuff. And they would come home from their classes about having these discussions and they were they were talking about the law of attraction. I'm like, oh, what's that? And one of my friends, she was like, you know, Des, it's like what you think you would you become, what you put out, that's what you'll get. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just went and I just started looking it up. And then as I got older and as I grew within myself, I started to practice that. And I really had to realize what you put out there, what you say to yourself, what you think, that's what you become. So it's power in your thoughts. It's definitely power in your thoughts. And also, I think my fear, a lot of my fear comes from control, right? I want to be able to control what happens to me. You know, not um, essentially being controlling of people, but I want to be in control of my life experiences. And I got and I was reading this book and it talked about how everything that you have in your life from your job to the people in your life, they are not yours. You do not own them. Right? You don't own anything in this universe. What you have in your possession is not yours. And once I realized that the things, the people, places, and things in my life, that's like, that's my family, that's my little sister. But I can't control that. I can't control what enters and what exits my life. I can only be um, a good steward to the people, or to the people, the places, and the things in my life, in my life. And I think once we realize where our fears are coming from and what they stem from, we have the power to change that narrative. To realize I'm no longer being fearful. I'm standing on that fear and creating a platform of love, of joy, of a of, of acceptance, right? I'm accepting that whatever I have going on in my life or what the possession that I have, I do not own them. So in that case, I cannot control where they go, right? And that was something that took a little time for me to understand is that my possessions, even though I bought them or, you know, they're, they come with me or whatever, I cannot control them. And once I let go of control, and then also my expectations of people, once I let go of my expectations and my control, I was no longer fearful of if they were leaving or they coming out because I know I don't control or own them. Right? And we'll get more into that.
as time go on. Um, <clears throat> and I just want to say, having this or talking about fear is very good for me because it allows me to be transparent and be intentional on being transparent is something that I'm working on too because I have gotten a lot like, oh, Des, you look like you got it all together. Or Des, you know, you don't ever look like you're sweating. Or, you know, I was talking to um, one of my leads at work who, you know, I talk to and he just kind of helps me navigate the workplace because it is my first real corporate experience. And he's always checking on me and I was telling him, you know, I'm kind of nervous about this thing, you know, and I, I've been letting myself stress over it. And he's like, what? I would have never thought that you were ever stressed from the way you come in here every day, dressed, prepared and smiling. I would have never thunk that you ever stressed about anything. And I took that as a compliment um, <laughs> because I can think about it and ponder on a situation forever. But I think with that being said, it's being transparent because I've had people tell me, Oh, you look like you you got it all together. And actually, I don't. And there's power in being transparent. There's power in sharing your story. There's power in sharing your shortcomings, right? Because if you have these shortcomings, someone else can be dealing with these shortcomings. And they don't know how to express it. But then in that way, you get to cultivate a team of people who are open and honest with each other. That's how you create a support system, especially in our world of I don't need nobody. I don't want to vent to nobody. And it's different for me for venting to somebody and truly having an open-hearted conversation. Is like, hey, look, we're going through the same thing. And this is how I'm getting through it. How are you getting through it? Or if I'm not getting it too well and you doing it too well, maybe we can help each other get through this situation. Right? So I think also I've been more intentional on being transparent with the people with my relationships, right? Um, from personal to interpersonal, being honest, being open to what is coming to me. Um, because in all actuality, there's a lot of good coming to me. And for a while, like I said, in this 24th year, I was not the best destiny. But that was only because I was coming from a place of fear. I was fearful in so many aspects. I was fearful to turn 25. And all this time, I done been fearful to turn 25. I done wasted 24. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, I need to be intentional on where I place my thoughts. Intentional on where I place myself. Intentional on where I go, what I do, how I do it. Be in intentional on putting my best foot forward and I think with this podcast that is me taking a step a step to be intentional in creating a platform for myself and for people that look like me or people who are searching and who are searching for growth right because I think for me I'm always a I'm I'm a person who loves to learn if that makes sense I love asking questions. I love reading. I love when people send me articles. Um, One thing that got me about the person that I'm with today is 
they would send me articles about random stuff like oh check this out i think you would like this or follow this person i think you would like that that's what got me into this person a year and a half later is their thirst for knowledge and them also bringing me along for the ride and yeah i think with that being said i kind of want to go back to that question what took you so long in all honesty it was fear and once i step back from all that emotion that powerful emotion of fear i was able to realize that to use that fear to propel me into the next season of my life and to bloom where i was planted and also to remember that fear and faith cannot dwell in the same house and to also be intentional about where I place my thoughts and intentional about where I place myself. Intentional on how I react to people, places, and things. So me becoming more self-aware of what I was thinking and what I was feeling and why I was feeling that way helped me create this podcast and also helped me create this second episode because like I said in the beginning I was fearful that I had run out of ideas before I even started so thank you for that question that guys I want to just remind you to only take away the good from every situation even if you don't agree with it try to come from a place of understanding and think about I may not agree with this point, but be understanding of why they may feel this way or, you know, and also to ask yourself, how are my thoughts shaping my reality today? Are my thoughts shaping a reality of growth and abundance or or are my thoughts shaping a space of darkness and fear? And with that, guys, do not forget to follow us on at The Secret Life of Des. Also, follow my personal page at Des underscore. That information will be in the bio. And don't forget to send me questions, comments. Yeah. And thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to take away the good only. Only the good. Hashtag only the good with your questions. Thank you guys. Until next time.